Hi guys, welcome back to another video. In this video, I'm going to be talking about how to create a social media marketing strategy for any client in any niche that your social media marketing agency is going to work with. So guys, before I get into this video, I want to announce that after the previous videos that, we, that I made and we mentioned that we were going to go down to posting every other day on YouTube, just purely down to the amount of messages we received, we're going to suck that off and we're going to go back to posting every single day. Tom and I had a massive discussion and we said, right, in all of our videos, we always talk about how to make your social media marketing agency stand out. We always say to, to find success in SMMA, to find success in digital marketing, you have to do something differently in order for your agency to, agency to stand out. And us posting every other day, because it was taking too much time posting every day, is kind of us contradicting ourselves and not putting in the time to kind of win you know, a larger audience on social media. So we're going to go back to posting every single day on Spotify, Apple Music and YouTube for the foreseeable future. We're gonna try and stick to every day. However, there are gonna be some times where we miss a day, but just, yeah, just, just bear with us. We're gonna go back to posting every single day on YouTube, so please subscribe, um, because yeah, you, there's gonna be a lot of content coming. All kinds of different content. The, the, the interviews with our current clients are gonna come out soon, more interviews with our students, more kind of hands-on tutorial stuff, like Facebook ad tutorials, Doha level tutorials, all of that is coming to the channel in the future, so please subscribe um, so you don't miss out. However, this video is all about how to build a custom social media marketing strategy for any client in any niche that you're gonna work with. And the reason why I'm creating this video is because it was actually brought to my attention with an Academy member on yesterday's live Academy call. And he said, Harry, I'm working with a, uh, a B2B business that operates from business to, from supplier to retailer, as well as retailer to supplier. So there was two kind of different services this particular business offered. Um, and it was a lead gen, it was a lead gen business in a very unusual niche. However, I'm gonna use what, I'm gonna use um, his question, Carl's question in the academy, to create this video because I think it's a really important video. And what he said to me was, right, Harry, I've got this client, it's B2B, it's lead gen, um, there's two different types of services there. Do I need the same funnel uh, or do I need to take, make separate funnels for each? Do I need to create separate email marketing strategies for each? Do I need to kind of treat them as separate campaigns? As well as that, which platform do I advertise on? And this is a really common question for those that aren't experienced in SMMA. Um, I get a lot of questions on my Instagram daily, such as, Harry, I'm, I'm gonna run ads for roofers. I've choos chosen the roofing niche or the construction niche, which is better, Google ads or Facebook ads? Um, so, so it's a very common question. It's a very common kind of hurdle that inexperienced SMMA owners kind of combat, which is how do I build this strategy? Yes, it's, it's all well and good, you know, getting my strategy, Tom's strategy, or anyone else you follow on YouTube strategy of how to bring in customers on Facebook, etc. But it doesn't really start there because Facebook might not be the best platform. How do you know what type of funnel to use and all of that good stuff? And I'm going to cover that in this video. So step one in, in building a social media marketing strategy for any niche of any client in the marketing space is, first of all, choosing where you're going to build your traffic from. And there's going to be no successful marketing strategy that you can build without having an element of traffic production in there. Whether you're a content creation agency, your traffic is going to be organically through your content. If you're a paid ads agency, it's going to be either meta ads, TikTok ads, YouTube ads, and it is down to you as the marketer to tell that client, right, you're gonna get the best results by doing TikTok ads, and it's gonna be this style of content. You're gonna get the best response on YouTube. It is down to you. Yes, the client is gonna have their, you know, their idea of what they think is gonna work for their industry, and please listen to them, because a lot of the time they're, they're living and breathing the industry, um, so they will know 
kind of what's best to a point, but you still need to put your expertise across and say, well, actually, you know, that point you've said there's right, but really, the, you know, they might say, oh, you know, we need to be advertising on Google because it's the cheapest for our industry. And you need to go in and say, well, you know, it's not necessarily the cheapest. It's actually more expensive than Meta ads, although you get a higher quality lead. So it is down to you to work with them using your expertise to say, right, this is where we're going to build the traffic. This is where we're going to get the traffic from in order to, you know, push a high stream of targeted traffic to your, your outlets, i.e. your websites, your funnels, etc. So that's step one, choosing your traffic production. Number two is choosing where you're going to send that traffic to. So hopefully you're offering some kind of sales funnel creation within your business because a lot of businesses are going to need that. For 90% of the clients that we work with, sending traffic to their website, their landing page, it, it, it would just be silly to do so. It, it's not set up to convert. It's not got the right building blocks on it. It's not designed in the appropriate way to convert customers from social media. So therefore that ad spend and our service fee would just be completely wasted because we don't offer a service like sales funnel creation. We create sales funnels for practically every business that we work with besides the more corporate e-commerce brands we work with. Um, and that's essentially to increase the conversion rate of the traffic that we push them to. So if we're working with a dentist, we're not gonna send them to the Invisalign page on their dental website because 99% of them are designed terribly and they don't have the correct things on it. Yeah, you can go back and forth with them to build their website better, but you then don't have control of it. We like to have a sales funnel for Invisalign, for um, block paving if you're working with a landscaper or whatever it is, have a sales funnel. You have complete, complete control over it. You don't have to go back and forth with the developer to add the pixel, the conversions, um, the DNS records, all of that stuff can be solved with, with your sales funnel. Not only that, you know it's gonna be designed to convert. If there's any issues with the traffic going there, and you can see, right, there's a leak in the funnel here, which is why the conversion rate isn't as good as it should be for the click-through rate we're seeing on the ads. Um, so I can just go into the into my funnel, change it up, and go from there. So you do need to have the knowledge and hopefully the expertise to build a sales funnel for them, but it doesn't just stop there. Like Carl brought up on the call yesterday, he was he said, Harry, right, you know, do I need multiple sales funnels here? Do I need just one singular sales funnel for the overall business? And the answer I gave him and the answer I'm going to give you when it comes to, right, how many sales funnels do I need? How many different landing pages do I need for each client? And the answer is, it depends on the journey. For his particular case, he was running ads for a lead generation for a B2B business that's, that had a service for suppliers to retailers and retailers to suppliers. And I said, right, Carl, is the service that both of those different types of businesses are receiving, how different are they? Is the information and the weight and the pain points that you wanna hit on a sales funnel and the testimonials and all of the good stuff that comes with a sales funnel, is that the same information for both, both customers? If it is, keep it on the same funnel, have a drop down menu on your lead form that just says, I'm a supplier, I'm a retailer. However, if the information for both businesses is drastically different, for example, when you're working with a dental practice, you want to have a sales funnel for Invisalign, a sales funnel for implants, a sales funnel for teeth whitening. I know I always use uh, I know I always use um, dentists as the example. It's just a, it's just an easy easy example to use that can be taken across all industries. Um, and the reason why we have an Invisalign funnel, an implant funnel, and a, a, a teeth whitening funnel is because the information is so different. People that are going for Invisalign have very different pain points to be hit, very different problems than someone that need implants. They've got crooked teeth, they've got missing teeth. So the information needed on the funnel, it would be silly to have just, you know, a general dental funnel because majority of that information isn't going to be valid for both customers. So that's kind of how you want to choose, right, this is how many sales funnels I need, is by, right, 
these are the service we're pushing and you're not going to push every service that a business offers. You'll work with a client, so I'll go back to a dentist again, and you might only be running ads for Invisalign because they need more Invisalign customers and their implant surgeons fully booked. So you don't need to have all the information on that sales funnel. The sales funnel is to sell one product, one service, and only have one action on there with no leaks to other parts of the website. So now you've chosen your traffic production source, you've chosen how many sales funnels you're gonna have and what that's gonna look like. If you need tripwire funnels, whether you need funnels that kind of upsell, downsell different products, whether you're gonna have a webinar funnel for um, a lead magnet, where you're gonna have a PDF for a lead magnet to grow the email list, grow the SMS list. Um, that's kind of what you need to think about there. And once you've got that in place, you can move on to the next stage. So the next stage, and this purely depends on what services you're offering. If you're offering email marketing, then you are gonna have to build separate email marketing sequences, separate email marketing strategies, depending on the funnels. For example, if you're doing a lead magnet, a PDF, a webinar, you're gonna have to have an email sequence in the email infrastructure around that webinar that's gonna push them to their high ticket products or services. And that's gonna be a very different sequence than someone who submits their lead information on your high ticket offer lead generation form because they're also gonna need a sequence. So you're gonna to have to plan and, and, and this is why it's so crucial to have that strategy session when you first start working with a client to then tell them how long it's gonna take until you get everything up and running. Because if you're running multiple lead magnets, you're running multiple different services that all link together to one high ticket offer, you know, that's going to take a lot. That's going to take a lot of your time in comparison to one simple lead generation funnel, one ad campaign to get leads coming through. So that's that, that's why it's so important to have that strategy session beforehand, getting the client on an initial strategy call after they've signed the contract and paid their invoice to say, right, this is what we're going to do. This is the strategy. Do you understand what's happening? I understand what's happening. Let's go from there. And finally, the final piece of the marketing strategy is how you're going to tie all of that together. So you know, you've got your Facebook ads set up, you're sending that to a funnel and you're doing the emails on the back end. Right, how are they gonna convert, especially for lead gen, how are they gonna convert these leads? Have you got a go high level sequence set up? Have you got a CRM in go high level set up or are you using pipe drive? Have you told them about the follow-up process that they need to stand by? Are they following up every lead within five minutes? Multiple touch points with that lead over two or three days. What emails are being sent to those leads to get them to book in? Is there a Calendly link that people can actually book an appointment? How are you gonna convert those leads that you're bringing in through the strategy we've just mentioned and convert them into real appointments that the business or the client can then come in and close into paying customers? Like, what does that look like? And you need to have that strategy in place. And that's going to look very different when you're working with a dentist to a menopause supplement brand. There, all, there needs to be some conversion strategy on the back end, whether it's retargeting with an e-commerce brand, whether it's, you know, an automated sequence through go, a go high level to follow up your lead gen leads. Like, you need to have that. That, that's kind of the most important part because if you do everything up to that stage and you don't have your retargeting through e-commerce clients, you're going to lose loads of sales. If you don't have abandoned cart email set up, you're going to lose sales. Then for lead gen, if you don't have a, a follow-up sequence, you don't have, um, you've not had those meetings with your clients to say how important it is to follow up all of these leads, you're going to lose, you're going to make them not make as much money. So there are kind of four pieces of the overall social media marketing strategy, what to look out for, what you need to think about before you work with a client. You probably don't need to think of this 
too far in advance, it would be useful if you knew this on the on the presentation and kind of include it in your pitch. That would be amazing because you're going to blow away the client. However, if you don't and you close and you manage to close them without kind of putting this in-depth strategy together, then just make sure you have it for that first strategy session. Like once you've signed them, go away, build a strategy, come back to the, with them, almost pitch the strategy again, even though they've already paid, and say, right, this is the plan of action. It is down to you as a social media marketer to come to them with that plan of action. Otherwise you know you're leaving it up to fate or you're leaving it up to god knows what to, to put the strategy in place so hopefully you enjoyed that video guys our previous video was tom going through our cold calling strategy he gives away the cold calling strategy spreadsheet how to track your cold calls how to input all of your leads to, to manage them through your cold calling and that's a spreadsheet from the academy and that's a video that has been replicated from the academy so super good watch if you're starting to cold call that spreadsheet is going to be so so essential for you to, to track your productivity keep you accountable and see how you're getting on with your cold calls so give that video a watch guys like i say we're back posting every single day on spotify apple music all the audio platforms and youtube so keep an eye out and yeah i'll see you tomorrow at 9 a.m